This is the Daily Signal podcast for Tuesday, November 3rd. I'm Virginia Allen. And I'm Kate Trinko. Today, our colleague Rachel Del Judas speaks with Chris Cargill, a director of the Washington Policy Center. They'll talk about the Washington Policy Center's new campaign to promote free markets in a blue state and how it's going. And don't forget, if you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to leave a review or a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and encourage others to subscribe. Now, on to our top news. Americans voted early in record numbers this election. About 138 million Americans voted in 2016, with 50 million of those ballots being cast early. But as of Tuesday morning, nearly 94 million Americans had already cast their ballots in the 2020 election. Voter turnout is anticipated to remain high through Election Day. Already, Texas and Hawaii have seen more ballots cast early than the total number of votes cast in 2016. Michael McDonald, a professor at the University of Florida who runs the U.S. Elections Project, predicts 150 million Americans will vote in this presidential election. If he is correct, that would mean 62.5% of eligible Americans voted, which would be the highest percentage of voter turnout since 1908 when 65.7% of eligible voters turned out in the race between Republican William Howard Taft and Democrat William Jennings Bryant. Will there be post-election riots? The New York Post reports that there are a slew of businesses in New York City boarding their windows, preparing for the worst, including the famous Macy's on 34th Street. Meanwhile, the Secret Service is reportedly getting the White House ready. NBC News' Jeff Bennett tweeted, A federal law enforcement source tells NBC that crews will build a non-scalable fence to secure the White House complex, Ellipse, and Lafayette Square. 250 National Guardsmen have been put on standby, according to Metro Police officials. And Virginia here, along with some of our other Daily Signal colleagues, went to downtown D.C. Monday and saw plenty of businesses boarded up. Check out the Daily Signal to learn more about what she saw. The U.S. Marshals Service found 27 missing children in Virginia, according to a statement released by the Department of Justice on Friday. The five-day mission, known as Operation Find Our Children, brought together U.S. Marshals from across Virginia, police officers, special agents, detectives, and law enforcement investigators to find the missing children and reunite them with family or caregivers. I can think of no more critical or satisfying mission for a law enforcement officer than rescuing an endangered child. U.S. Marshal for the Eastern District of Virginia, Nick Prophet, said in a statement, adding, We want the missing children across this great nation to know the U.S. Marshal's service will never stop looking for you. We will find you. Next up, Rachel does an interview about a free market push in Washington state. The debates are over. The campaign is coming to an end. Now it's your turn. The choices our country makes on Election Day will impact your life forever. Take control of your future. Don't miss your chance to make a difference. We're counting on you to get off the bench and get into the game. So grab a buddy, find your polling place, and do your part. Go vote. You can do it early or on Election Day Tuesday. The Heritage Foundation is responsible for the content of this ad. 
We're joined today on the Daily Signal podcast by Chris Cargill. He's the Eastern Washington Director at Washington Policy Center. Chris, it's great to have you with us on the Daily Signal podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, to start off, can you tell us about what Washington Policy Center does? And then can you outline your new marketing campaign, the Free Markets Destroy Marketing Campaign, and talk a little bit about why it's called that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Washington Policy Center is uh, one of the um, uh, organizations that is known as a state think tank. So obviously Heritage Foundation, Brookings Institute, American Enterprise Institute, those are all national think tanks. Uh, We do uh, basically what those organizations do at a statewide level. So we exist in Washington State, uh, up in the upper left-hand corner of the country, and uh, we have different research centers that look at uh, things like agriculture, education, environment, government reform, healthcare, small business, transportation, worker rights issues as well. We've been in existence now for more than 20 years, have a statewide staff of more than 20 Um, and an annual budget of uh, about a little more than $4 million. So we've seen great success, great growth in our state. And uh, like other state think tanks, other members of the movement, uh, we are trying to position ourselves to have even greater success here in in the next decade. Uh, As far as Free Markets Destroy goes, this is a new marketing campaign that we've put together at Washington Policy Center to really address one of what we think is the main issue, if not one of the top issues that we should all be aware of. And that is this fascination with and interest by younger generations, specifically millennials and Gen Zs, to look at socialism in a great light or in a a light that they think that they uh, would be better for the country. Uh, We all know from the research, from the history, uh, that it is free markets that that do uh, what what we all want and, and provide what we all want to have. Uh, as as a country, and yet younger generations, many of uh, whom were born after the fall of the Berlin Wall, are looking more longingly toward this socialism idea. So about a year ago, uh, we had an idea internally to come up with a marketing campaign, and at that time we were going to call it Free Markets Create. We were going to focus on uh, marketing to uh, to younger people, to young professionals, to millennials, to Gen Zs, all the great things that the free market creates. And we put out a national RFP on this and asked firms all across the country, if you had uh, a certain amount of money, what would you do? What would be the best way uh, to target uh, young professionals and these these younger generations with this message? We got back, you know, your typical marketing campaign, go on TV, go on radio, talk about how great capitalism is, how great the free market is, you know, this kind of red, white, and blue um, patriotic type vision. Um, Then we also got back a proposal from a a marketing firm, Creative Studio in Austin, Texas, called Emergent Order. And they came back with something completely different, something that was completely unexpected. And they said, instead of talking about what the free market creates, you need to talk about and take a page from uh, what we all kind of know in the back of our mind is creative destruction, what the free market destroys. In other words, it destroys all the things that we hate, that especially younger generations hate, like climate change, high rents, hunger, disease, boredom, all the things that we as a society despise and want to improve upon. If you want to change those things and do it in the quickest way possible, You look toward the free market to do that. 
It's not going to be government solutions. It's not going to be socialism uh, that, that makes it successful. It's going to be the marketplace. It is the most revolutionary force for change that the world has ever seen. And so we're bringing that message to them um, in, in that way, that free markets are what you want to look toward to destroy the things that you hate and create something better. Well, as you had said, uh, this campaign is targeted to engage millennials and Generation Z. How specifically are you trying to reach out uh, to engage them? Yeah, it's an interesting question because at first, you know, as I mentioned, a lot of people thought, well, just go up on TV, that just go up on radio, that, and, and that will uh, permeate down to the, to, to the folks that you're trying to reach. That wasn't going to work, as we all know. Um, those younger generations uh, exist on social media. They exist on Facebook. They ex- exist on Instagram. Uh, they're on TikTok. They're on um, uh, Snapchat. All of these different social media type platforms, that's where the younger generations are and then where they're getting their news from. And so we've adjusted our campaign to basically do nothing but social media. We did a few billboards right at the very beginning just to get the buzz going, but all the rest of it has been on social media, targeting specifically uh, millennials and Gen Zs, telling them about this particular um, issue of what the free market can destroy and and create and improve in their lives. Um, And we've been enormously successful. I mean, we just launched this over the past few months officially, and we've reached more than 8 million social media accounts, most of them in Washington State. Uh, a few of them outside, but most of them in Washington state. 1.3 million uh, millennials and Gen Zs have seen this message uh, in our state. And just to give you an idea of the universe of millennials and Gen Zs in Washington state, uh, it's it's close to about 2 million. So we've reached almost three quarters of them so far, and we're we're not done, obviously. Uh, 1.2 million people uh, in those demographics have interacted with the campaign. And then more than 1 million people have seen one of our free markets destroy video. So this is just in Washington state, obviously. If this were to go nationwide, it would be even more successful with people tuning in and trying to figure out exactly what this messaging means and then learning about what the free market creatively destroyed. Well, on the flip side, Chris, what's the alternative uh, to not reaching out and engaging millennials and Generation Z on these issues? Yeah, I think the alternative is that we lose generations um, and we we have a very different country um, for the next few uh, decades. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of these uh, people were born after the fall of the Berlin Wall, so they, they really have no idea what uh, the ramifications of socialism are. They hear about perhaps what they deem as or what some politicians see as quote-unquote benefits but they really don't know of the huge, dangerous pitfalls of socialism. So if we just wait, wave the white flag um, and say, okay, well, we've, we've lost these generations, that will have huge ramifications um, on public policy in not only our state, but throughout the entire country. Well, as you uh, did mention, Chris, uh, you all released a new video um, well, you have released one very recently, and then the first one, both on different topics. Can you delve a little bit more into uh, the message of both of those videos? Yeah, so the first video, uh, which is about a minute long, and you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on Free Markets uh, Destroy, uh, which is the Facebook uh, page. You go to one of those two places, you'll see this video. It's been shared throughout the country 
um, and watched more than 360,000 times uh, at the moment that we recorded this uh, this interview. It just talks about basically what the free market destroys. It destroys the things, as I mentioned, that we hate, pandemics and, and uh, hunger and climate change and all of the things that we hate. This basically is a primer for the campaign. You want to hear about what the free market creatively destroys? You can watch this video and get it within a minute time. The other video is more of a, a dive deeper into free markets uh, destroy and what exactly is a free market. If you go out on and on the street and just ask people to give you a definition of the free market, the definitions will be all over the map. You'll get a lot of people who will say, uh, yeah, that uh, market, you're talking about the stock market, right? Or, or they, they won't know necessarily what free market means. So this longer video that we've put together tries to explain that, tries to explain the value of the free market and what exactly the definition of the free market uh, is. And basically, that definition boils down to three things. One, you don't hurt other people or you steal their stuff. Two, you keep your word. And then three, there's no permission required. In other words, you're free to try, you're free to buy, and you're free to leave. Uh, that is the essential freedom in free markets. So uh, those are the difference between the two videos, but they are two great tools uh, that I think anybody could use, college professors or anyone throughout the country, uh, to, to try to explain what the market is. Well, how long, Chris, will this campaign last and how are young people responding so far? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I'll take the second one first. Young people are responding um, in ways that I don't think we necessarily imagine. What's interesting is we kind of have a, a real-life focus group going here where older generations might not understand the messaging, but younger generations, when they hear it, it clicks with them. Um, and when Emergent Order came to us with that, this idea of free markets destroy, I have to admit, we were a little bit taken aback by by it as well. And I think part of the reason for that is because not all of us in our office are, are in the targeted demographic. Whereas once this went up on social media, the targeted demographic started responding and responding in droves. And that's exactly what we were hoping for. As far as how long this will go on, you know, look, we didn't get into the situation overnight where younger generations are, are more um, interested in socialism and probably not going to get out of it overnight. So this is going to continue for quite some time. Uh, the education piece really never ends. Uh, and we're doing with this, with this social media campaign, we're doing what we call the two E's. We're educating people and we're engaging people. The engagement piece allows us to take the names of the people who got signed up or target uh, social media and allow them to be invited to, let's say, an event we do on climate change, a debate, let's say, that we do on climate change at the University of Washington, or let's say we're going to debate um, free markets and, and destroying disease and healthcare at Gonzaga University. It allows us to um, reach out to those people and say, hey, you've clicked on this campaign. Now, why don't you come in person once we are able to start doing events in person again and hear more about this particular message? Chris, I did want to follow up and ask, are there any personal stories maybe of those who have you reached out to in this campaign that you have heard from or maybe someone in your, in your organization has spoken with about uh, how their minds might have been changed or maybe instances where your campaign has uh, provoked more discussion and dialogue? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think the answer is yes. And there are a lot of, of incidents that we don't necessarily know about. There are a lot that are anecdotal 
And then there are a lot that we, we know from personal experience. Um, so what was interesting is that if you go onto the Free Markets Destroy Facebook page, you have the opportunity to purchase some Free Markets Destroy products. So they might be a t-shirt that says Free Markets Destroy Climate Change, or it might be a hat or a coffee mug or something. We've heard from several people, including uh, some folks who work at media outlets throughout our state, that they have taken those products and have gone out in public wearing them. And it has provoked a conversation, let's say, with the gas station at a worker or with some person that they just met at the library or some person that they were just standing next to at a bus stop. It has provoked that conversation. The other interesting note about this is that when people see it initially, they don't necessarily know what it is. And so sometimes you get the the, um, perhaps more socialist person or more left-leaning person who says, yeah, I, I agree that free markets destroy climate change. That's exactly right. And then you, you kind of see the wheels turning and they figure out that the message is that the free market is what is destroying climate change and improving uh, our air quality and environment. It is not necessarily socialism. So that has been an interesting uh, reaction to the campaign that we've, see, uh, we've seen play out several times. Um, and I think it will just continue to play out as people buy more and more of these products, which fund the campaign, by, way, by the way, and then go out in public or perhaps give a free markets destroy high rents or free market destroy d- disease T-shirt or sweatshirt to their to the Gen Z or the millennial that that's in their life. Then lastly, Chris, is there anything else you would encourage listeners uh, to keep in mind uh, as you are working on this campaign and maybe as listeners might want to uh, get involved themselves? Yeah, absolutely. And we're hoping people do get involved. I mean, the success of a campaign like this uh, depends on people liking it, depends on people sharing it. I mean, if you're going to get a viral post or a viral campaign going, you got to have people all across the country who are willing to listen in, sign up, and then share. So a couple of things. I would ask everyone listening to go on to their Facebook page, search for Free Markets Destroy, like that page, share it with other people, share the videos, The videos are huge conversation uh, uh, starters. And if you share the video, uh, you have a great chance of influencing those in in your sphere. A second thing, go to freemarketsdestroy.com. Sign up for what uh, is called the Destroy Download, which is our weekly um, email uh, that you can get uh, to link to our blog that finds out more about what the free market is is destroying and improving in, in our life. And then the third thing, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, you can go to the Facebook page, you can purchase, or the, the freemarketsdestroy.com, and you can purchase products on there to give to people in your, in your life to help us spread the message. Uh, so those really are the, are the ways that you can get involved, the ways that you can um, help us out with the campaign. And as I mentioned, the, the success of this campaign, especially nationally, is going to depend on people who are in the movement that are supportive of free markets and capitalism, sharing it with their networks. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Signal podcast and talking to us about the Free Markets Destroy campaign. It's been great having you with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to the Daily Signal podcast. You can find the Daily Signal podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Please be sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and encourage others to subscribe. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow.
The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. It is executive produced by Kate Trinko and Rachel Del Judas. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. For more information, visit DailySignal.com.